Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everybody. On this episode of Don't Blame Me, we have your most requested guest, Lily Marston. And we talk about a girl whose brother is now dating her friend. Uh, very much a Harry Ginny situation. And we also talk about a girl whose new friend is um, being a little weird and texting her mom about asking where she is, her whereabouts. What's happening? We don't know. We're going to find out. episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Casper, a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. Get $50 off select mattresses by visiting casper.com blame and using promo code blame at checkout. 
thanks to Audible for supporting Don't Blame Me. For a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial, go to audible.com slash blame or text blame to 500-500. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, we have the internet's queen, everybody's favorite person in the world. Where are you getting these? From the fucking <laughs> comments and beauty break. Yeah. You're wow. the most liked person. You're very requested on this show, too. Oh, you are. No, thanks, you God. are. Yeah. Everyone wants a video. They're mm. like, now that you have video, we need Lily back, which. Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. Also, I'm going to just nice to be wanted. I'm going to keep having you back because I'm like, I just want to rotate my friends. In well, and we were talking. Out. It's nice to. We, I feel like we have to schedule work things At, to right? be able to hang out. Well, that's because we just both get tired and don't want to leave our houses. Yeah. Which is a story <laughs> of my life of being like, that's. I don't want to drive. I'm like, I want to hang out with someone, but then that requires moving and not being horizontal. Exactly. And I, and I don't leave. I make people come to me. I know. And same. And yeah. And that's the issue with us. It's usually easy with Aislinn because Aislinn's like, I'll be right over. I'm like, great. Because I'm not leaving. It was better when I used to edit all of your videos. And then it was like, I had, I don't really have time. Okay. It was like, we had to exchange footage. I mean, I have time to do it, but I just don't want to do it. Uh, okay, well, guys, um, this is Don't Blame Me. It's an advice yes. podcast. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, say hello to Lily's sexy outfit and potential underboob. No, there? you is don't have like, any. Oh but I mean, like, it's questionable. It's like not revealing. Uh, and then if you are watching this, you can also uh, click the down bar to see where you can or hear. Find, you, you can Link. see it and then you can find out where to hear the podcast. What I don't know. Accent was that? I don't know. I'm, I'm getting to you. Melissa's pointing to herself. Include I was just that. waiting. Hello, me. I'm here. And <laughs> Melissa's here. And your title today is Queen. Queen. I got a throne. Your here. big ass you are throne. throne. It looks good. I feel like your hair is kind of like a crown as well. Is it? Yeah, it looks good. Great. <laughs> Crowning glory. Oh hell yeah. Uh, so guys, yeah, this is an advice podcast, which I've said multiple fucking times. Uh-huh. If you guys need some help in your life and you want us to give you advice, give us a call at 310-694-0976. And to all of our international listeners, email an audio file to meganpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, we're about to dive in and give you some truth bombs. I was going to try and sing that dive in song that people always sing when they're talking about DMs, but then I remember. Slide into the DMs? It's like, I'm about to dive in. But what I'm not, song is never that? Never mind. I don't know either. Well, well I'm not I trust sing it you because, because I knew you that know it wasn't going to sound like that. But that you was know my more joke, pop culture references just, than me. I'm just going to stop talking. Well, guys, let's hop into the episode. <laughs> Hi, Megan. I'm 17. And this past summer, I've been getting really close with this friend. I consider her my best friend now. And her and my mom um, exchanged phone numbers a few weeks ago. But if I don't answer my phone or answer her text or her calls or anything or her Snapchats or anything like that, she will call my mom asking where I am, if I'm home, what I'm doing, and she'll also text my mom repeatedly and even call her repeatedly when my mom's at work. So me and my mom are also trying to move out of our house right now because of her, of my stepdad, but that's a whole different story. But this friend will actually, without my mom even asking or anything, like we're both 17, and this girl will actually call houses that she sees for rent and for sale, and she'll get information about them, and she'll call my mom, and she'll tell my mom about them, like what their requirements are and everything, and she just like, she just does kind of stuff like that, like over-pushing her boundaries, and so how do I tell her to not really push her boundaries anymore and like she can't repeatedly text my mom asking where I am and she can't really call houses for sale you know what I mean so 
I have some thoughts. I think the first one is concern. Concern. <laughs> I wonder if this is because they're new friends. So I say, like overall, I say be transparent and say that it's odd or not say that it's odd. Talk to your mom. Make your mom do it. I literally thought to me, I'm like, yeah. well, if she's texting the mom that like, she's already talking to her. Like, I'll text my best friend's mom, but like, I'll text Sydney's mom, but it's not weird. Like she's in my phone as like Mama Cohen. Well, very different scenario. <laughs> yeah, like no, exactly. Like oldest best friend, but also, like, granted, she's like if a she, mom If Sydney didn't text me back in high school, I would have just like called her sister and been like, Cam hey, coming well, over. Well, yeah, because that's, I think also the difference is like, what is their relationship yeah. And how new, because like, if it was like your best friend and they weren't answering and you like thought yeah, they were just like not answering, I would just like show care. up at their house. But yeah, the fact that she's calling in and saying that she feels weird about it means that like this is out of character or this is like a new friend and you're like, oh, I don't like this. Would you have every right to feel odd about it? I would say maybe, maybe she wants a family. I Yeah, no, <laughs> you know? that's, I think definitely it sounds like the other girl has some yeah. insecurities or issues that she's dealing with. And maybe she's like trying to kind of like create yeah. a home life that she can. And maybe she sees like, maybe she just really likes you and your mom and your relationship. And maybe she very much wants to have like a family like that. Or also maybe she has like a shitty stepdad and she kind of sympathizes and she's just not, she, it's just coming across in like a really like weird over, obsessive yeah, way. Yeah. In that. Um, but also maybe it is a weird obsessive thing and you're the only one who can know that. So I think if you tell your mom, I feel like it's, it's totally a cop out to have the, the mom do it. But at the same I mean, time, I'm she like, included the mom. It's exactly. not your fault. I was like, well, now the mom's part of it. Yeah. So I feel like also it, you could maybe get the message across less harsh yeah. with the mom than being like, Hey, like you're fucking weird. Stop yeah. texting my mom all the time and have the mom be like, Hey sweetie, like it's actually a, like I'm at work and mm -hmm. I can't talk. And like, we have a realtor, but I really appreciate you trying to help. Yeah. But like we don't need it. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like moms can like phrase things. So it's not as offensive as like you just oh, kind of God. being like, Ugh. totally because you're like, you're an adult, you yeah. know more than me. Like I believe you. Even though like plot it's twist, like no one knows anything. Yeah. No, no one knows shit. No. Um, and then for like the, whole, if you, you, I think after that, you should see how she responds to it because maybe, maybe she doesn't, you know what I mean? Like maybe she's got great intentions, <laughs> but she just starts showing up and she house. knows. Yeah. But then if she starts doing that, then you can kind of be like, okay, I don't really want to hang out with this girl anymore. Also, you don't, even if she's having whatever, this is going to sound controversial. Even if she's having like a, we've, we've talked about this a lot. Even if she's having like a rough home life if she's making you feel uncomfortable or you're not that you, you don't feel beneficial, you don't, you're not benefiting from this friendship. I think it's worse to be pity friends with someone than it is to like not cut them out of your life, but kind of like back away. So yeah. then they can find somebody who's going to be a real friend to them, not someone who feels obligated to, because no matter what's happening in your home life, someone else's home life and all of those things, I think in order to care for that person, the best thing to do is to, I think you should always cut people slack, obvious, obviously, and give them second chances. But then also I think how people become better people, despite like hardships and stuff is like when people are like, oh no, everyone goes through that kind of stuff. Like face that thing. Well, then I was just thinking like, what if you like had your friend that you would call when like something goes wrong and they just like didn't care. Yeah. I'm like, so not to say that this girl doesn't care. Cause I feel like clearly she does. If she's yeah. seeking advice on like how to, mm -hmm fix the situation. But like, 
Yeah. yeah. You don't really want to spend a lot of time letting someone else invest in your friendship if you're like have one foot out the door. It's not fair to either of you. Like it's wasting your time and it's also preventing her from finding another friend who could be that really great friend to her. But also this might just be like a miscommunication and like she's never, she, maybe she's an alien. Maybe she's never like had a human friend before. Well, I, I was just going to say, I'd also be curious if um, maybe she has any other friends that yeah. you could like compare notes and be like, is she doing this to you True. too? Has she done this? Yeah. Especially if it's a new friend and you don't like kind of feeling it out. Yeah. Or maybe she's an alien. <clears throat> like Kyle likes wine. She has no belly button. I'm an alien, but I don't like, like people, so <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, so that's, bad. Well, it's <laughs> much I'm more normal. normal. I think we did it. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. That sounds very uncomfortable. I'm also curious what happens. Yeah, so Keep let us, us know. Okay, on to the next. So, I am 23 years old, and I have a little bit of a dilemma, and I would like your opinion on if I'm overreacting or if I should just leave it. Um. So my brother is two years older than me, and him and my best friend have been talking for a while. Like, they text, and I know that they've, like, hung out a couple times. Um, and last night, he actually went and stayed at her house, and I have let them know before that it just makes me really like uncomfortable like it's just kind of weird to me because I would never do anything with my friend's brother or I would never do anything with my brother's friend just because I feel like it's just kind of weird and crossing a line um and I feel really uncomfortable about it because I don't really have many friends like she's kind of my only friend and um I don't know, it just makes me feel kind of weird, so I kind of talked to them about it, and I told them how it's just weird that they're hanging out, and I'm pretty sure that they probably have slept together, even though they said that they haven't, and I would just like your opinion on if you think I'm overreacting. Obviously, they're both adults, so they can live their lives however they'd like, but um, I guess it's just kind of annoying how my feelings weren't really put into consideration on how it would make me feel weird. Lily's dying to okay. say something. I have such a good example because it's literally like this to a T, actually even similar ages. My old roommate in college, her brother's a year older, and we he would visit all the time. We'd all hang out. I actually made out with him a couple times. She well, never you cared. Had, your whole she was, she was so like encouraging that. But um, he would visit, and his friends would visit. And since they're a year apart, like, and she's a twin, so yeah. like the three of them always hung out and had very similar friends, and also like drink a lot of alcohol. Yeah. So they all, and especially their friend group, very incestuous. But she started. One night they were drunk at a party and she hooked up with one of the brother's friends and it was like, oh my, in the morning it was like, oh my God, it's so funny. Like, can't believe yeah. you made out and like played it off as if it wasn't a big deal. And then they like made out again a week <gasps> later and, Monica. and then they kept hanging out and then the brother freaked out and was like, so not okay with it and was like mad at both of them yeah. and like screaming at his sister for like, how could you sleep with my friend? Um, and it's like literally one of his like five, like best, best friends. And he really like resented it and like wouldn't let it happen for so long. But like at the end of the day, you can't really tell someone not to like someone. You yeah. can tell them not to be together, but then they're just going to resent you more. 
or they're just going to do it behind your back, which is exactly what <gasps> my friend did. And it was for like a while, I think. And Shut the brother would always like suspect, but they'd like. They'd deny d- it. Yeah. And then it would be like, even when they were hanging out, like all together, like he would try and like call them um. out and they'd be like, no, like we're totally just friends. Eventually they like had a huge blowout. Everyone got in a huge fight, but then he did like kind of finally was like, mm-hmm. okay, like if you they really care about each other and they dated for a while, like yeah. s- at least six months or something. Like it wasn't just like a fling. Yeah. Cause they really did like each other. And she's like, well, it sucks because like, why should I yeah. give up something that could be really great just because it makes my brother a little uncomfortable for right now, even though he would definitely like get used to it later. Yeah. So they ended up breaking up and now that guy's married and, the brothers married and relationship, but like, wow, it was very much like over the course of probably a year and a half. And it was when I lived with <gasps> her and it was like very dramatic, but had he kind of just been more understanding up yeah. front, then they wouldn't like, they wouldn't, the only solution on her end is like, then they never would have found out if yeah, it yeah. could have been something. And then she would have regretted it forever anyway. Yeah. So I would say that you're not overreacting and also that, Definitely, it wasn't like during that whole time, even when she was, my friend was hooking up with the brother's friend, Mm -hmm. they were like still felt so guilty. And it was always like a point of conversation that they were talking about. So to say that she like didn't consider your feelings probably isn't true. She probably, she's like literally probably freaking out all the time and like feels guilty, but then like doesn't know because she's like balancing both of them. So I think it's just. A tough situation to be in. I'd also say if she's, you're saying that she's like your best friend and one of your only friends, I guarantee you this is something that like she's probably been feeling towards him for so long that she's tried to squash mm-hmm. and like she probably feels so guilty and like she doesn't want to feel those feelings for him more than you don't want her to. Exactly. Because like that, it's, it's jeopardizing a, f- friendship in her eyes like if you're not supportive of it it's jeopardizing a friendship for a relationship in your 20s which might not go anywhere Mm -hmm. so it's like she could lose both of you if she goes through with all of this so I would say the considering willing to even do that then that means she She must like him quite a bit and also the same thing with your brother like I wouldn't I would say like that is if he just wanted to hook up with her and she just wanted to hook up with him and it wasn't like a feelings thing, they probably would have just done that. And even if it was that, you're, I'm sure your brother wouldn't want to put you in that kind of position because like that's awkward and like yeah. isn't fun. I would also say I do feel like it's a little different for girls in the situation just because guys, this is, okay, stereotypical, but a lot of, a lot of my guy friends don't talk to their other guy friends about like their girlfriends. That's like, not really like, we'll talk about like, I mean, they'll talk to me about their girlfriends, but they don't really talk like guy to guy about Mm -hmm. that. And even Mott says that he's like, no, like I'm more likely to talk to like a girl about another girl than I am with like guys. But girls, I find I'm more likely to talk to my girlfriends about relationship stuff than I am really with my guy friends. Like I'll talk to my guy friends more with like about sexual stuff. But like if it's like really, <laughs> it's literally me, all me, Tyler and Leo. Um, like I'll talk to my guy friends yeah, about boning. Literally. No, we'll talk about everything though. But I think like that might feel, you f- might feel like, oh, we usually talk about our crushes and now we don't get to because like it's about my brother. And so you feel like it's kind of limiting the things you can talk about. But I would say if you maybe can hang out with them one time and just see it and then also like have like a serious talk with your friend about like, 
I think if you can tell her, like, if this is something really serious between you guys and you guys really like have feelings for each other, I'm not going to lie. It feels really weird. And if you haven't seen my movie yet, it happens in my movie, <laughs> the honor list, watch it, stream it buy the DVD. Um, but if you can tell her, like, it makes me feel like odd, but I obviously, I love and care about you both so much that I want you both to be happy. And so I just really want to let you know that like, for me, I'm just, my fear in this is if you guys break up, are we going to still be able to be friends? Because like, that's my brother. And like, I'm, he's always going to be in my life. Or also like, am I going to lose you? Like, am I not going to see you or hang out with you a lot? Like maybe she's one of those girls that hangs out with her boyfriend when she's dating someone, hangs with her boyfriend all the time. And it's like, I don't want to lose. I'm afraid that if it works, I'm going to lose you. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to lose you. And if you can tell her that, because I think there might be a part of her, the reason why they're not talking to you about it is because like, they don't think you feel comfortable talking about it. And I think as soon as you kind of set the boundaries, they're just like waiting for your cue. I would probably say, because it is, they're considering your feelings. And I think they're just misreading that and then not talking to you about it when I think it sounds like you want to have a conversation. So I think you need to kind of say that. And it's, you're not being unreasonable. I think it's not uncomfortable situation regardless. Um, but I also think if, I mean, 23 is pretty young still, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm 28 and I'm like, I don't meet that many people that I like really like. I've been dating mom since I was 22. So I'm like, to like, if you had the opportunity, like if this girl that, if your friend is like literally like dating different guys, like every weekend yeah. always has a boyfriend is like a serial dater. Maybe the situation's yeah, a yeah, little yeah. different, true, but true. it's like, if this is someone she actually likes and like is willing to like make it uncomfortable with her best friend for mm-hmm. it, like, don't you really want to like yeah. also give her the benefit of the doubt and be like, Hey, like if this is something you really think is like, and then could if be they something. get married, she could be your sister. Exactly. Me and Sydney always said we always wish she had a brother. Granted, he'd be so short. We'd probably never date. But her parents were always like, we wish we had a son that Megan could just date. And I could get married too. But they like moths. But um, <laughs> they do. And I, I think, think also you need might- to consider their feelings just as much yep. as you think that they're not considering yours. Yeah. Also, sorry, I think you've got some homework. Watch 17 again. Apparently the kissing booth. Why 17 again? Why am I? Haley Steinfeld. Her best friend starts dating her brother. Yeah, I was gonna say just, or seventeen again is Zach Efron. Yeah, and when I'm he like, becomes Chandler, like a Chandler. <laughs> 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 Literally, yes, that is accurate. I want to watch that. <laughs> it's a good movie. Um, yeah, and then watch the honor list. So you've got some homework, and maybe just talk to your friend and your brother. Watch my movie though, too. <laughs> okay, let's go on to the next. I am twenty years old. And I'm dating this guy. We've been dating for about four months now. Things are going great. Um, we just spent the weekend with my sister and her family. He looks amazing. He has a fantastic penis. Everything's great. But um, we started dating relatively soon after I broke up with my ex. And he, my ex kind of completely destroyed me as a human being. And I was left in this puddle of just tears for a solid two months. And I was just talking to my sister every night and crying, and it was terrible. And I learned a lot from that relationship and how shitty of a situation it was. But I don't know how to separate my ex from my current relationship, and I don't want my ex to have the power over my current relationship to completely fuck it up. Because so far it's going really great. But sometimes I have to stop myself from punishing my boyfriend 
for things that my ex did and being paranoid with him about things that my ex did. And I don't think that's fair. But at the same time, I feel like I did grow so much from my relationship with my ex. And um, so I want to continue to learn from that relationship and just use all the shitty mistakes that I made in that relationship so it doesn't happen again. But I also don't want to punish my boyfriend who has done nothing wrong for a relationship that he had no part of. And I don't know how to do that. I don't know what that balance is. And so I'm just constantly fighting with myself to not be crazy with my current boyfriend. I don't want to say you already fucked up, (laughs) but I think this, like, you're going to have to go about this in a different way because you hopped into a relationship really quickly after. Because I would say my boyfriend before Mott's will not say his name. Yeah. Um, Really fucked me up for like a long time to the point where I was like, I'm going to wait. Granted. Yeah. Like so bad. So I was like, I waited like a full year. I hang out with someone for a week and I'm like, okay, six month break. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like I waited a full year before I started dating again, because in that relationship, ever since I was not to make this all about me, but ever since I I started dating it, like seriously dating, like including sex and stuff at like 16 ish. And so I didn't, I like consistently had a guy from the time that I was 16 through 21 and by, and like each guy progressively just got worse and worse and worse and worse. And so by the time that I was 21 and I was dating this guy, I was like, yeah, 2021. And I was dating this guy. 21. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just, he was just awful. Like it was terrible. And it was a really, really, really bad relationship. And from there, I real, I took some, I, I, t- I took some of the blame of being like, yes, these are, I'm not the one who's making these relationships bad. Like I'm dating these bad guys, but like my picker's off right now because like, I'm just accepting shitty behavior because I've gotten so used to that, that I gave myself a year to be like, I need to like wipe this clean. I need to figure out what I want. And I need to not just try and seek, I don't know, seek like relationships as like validation. And that's what I was doing so much was that like, I was just looking for relationships and I wasn't, I just, my picker was off. And so I took a year break before I started dating anyone else. And that's when I started dating Mots after that. Um, who you didn't even seek out. Who I didn't, but I had a crush on him forever. Um, but I would say going into a relationship two months after one that like really wrecked you is hard. I think you need to have an honest conversation with your boyfriend and be like, Hey, I'm coming into this with, I hate the term baggage, but you're like, I'm coming into this with a lot of, uh, like things that just like trigger me, like things that make me like associate with a previous relationship. And I need to learn you and know you and learn that the things that you might say and do aren't going to lead to the same things that your ex did. Mm -hmm. But I think you need to include him in the conversation because otherwise he's going to be able to tell you if you're being crazy too. Like he's going to be able to say, oh no, you're reading too much into this. But if you don't tell him those things- He's just going to think you're constantly reading too much into it. Yeah, and you're you're battling all this stuff in your head and you're, and right now, no offense, I think like your gauge of what's, you're you're going to be like sensitive to some things that somebody else might not think about at all because you have like previous issues with that stuff. And so I think until you include him in on that, he's not going to know. And also if you include him in on it and he's a good guy, He'll he's, be understanding. Yeah. About it. And he's going to be able to be like, oh, no, I totally understand. These are the things that make you feel a certain way. And also that applies to like relationships or applies to like family. Like if there are just like certain like some people have abandonment issues, like there are <laughs> me, there are like certain things that if you can like let your partner in on, 
it's not asking them to change something drastic about their personality, but it's like, oh, maybe it's the way I say something or the way I ask you to do something that like, I wouldn't think that this means something, but like for you, it brings up something from your past that reminds you of that. Well, and even she, I think she said they've been dating four months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That like, that's a pretty decent amount of time to get to know someone. So I feel like if you've exhibited crazy, you probably already have. <laughs> so I would say it doesn't even have to be like a, every time he does something that maybe reminds you of something your ex did, don't look at it like that, but maybe just have a general conversation with him. I would say up front, but a little after the fact now, yeah. but, and just be like, Hey, um, I know that sometimes I might come across as being, and then yeah. I don't know what exactly the craziness is manifesting mm-hmm. in. If it's like, you're getting mad cause he's not texting you back or if he's yeah. like hanging out with other girls or something, but that just be like, Hey, just so you know, like this is where that's coming from and I'm working on it. But like, I need you to know that I am working on it. So like, you don't think that I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd also say the, when you, you don't have to, it's not the dip. You you don't have to choose between being crazy or being gullible in a doormat. And also I feel like being crazy is an annoying term anyway, because I'm like, yeah, I was like, Crazy to who? And like, also, like, got, did he not text you back for two days? And then you got mad because I don't think that's crazy. No, and also, <laughs> let's talk about the origin of your crazy. You're saying that you're being crazy because your last boyfriend made you crazy. So ultimately, this all leads back to boys making girls crazy mm-hmm. and then calling girls crazy. I think it's okay if you're not. You can be over him and know he's a total scumbag, but you can still be really hurt and affected by that and be not ready to get, they bring everything that you usually can bring to a relationship. Well, and then it's especially if it didn't end like on your terms, then and oh, you're like totally. still kind of seeking closure, even though you are with someone already new, then it's yeah. like, are you one waiting for the other shoe to drop? Mm-hmm. So it's like, when is this relationship going to end? Or are you trying to like kind of outdo the last relationship yeah. and trying to be like, well, this is going to be better. And then like, you're just too in your head about it. And you need to yeah. actually be like enjoying the time together. Cause that's the whole point of being yeah. in a relationship. But you just have to be, you just got to focus on what makes you happy right now. And like, what's going to make the best. Cause if you're feeling crazy in this relationship, if you're single, you might be sad, but you're not going to sabotage another relationship by bringing the shit that you dealt with in the last one into this one. Mm -hmm. And if he's a really great guy too, I think have end advice would be have that conversation with him. Tell like, tell him like, this is what's been going on in your head and include him in on that. Because also it's not like you're like, hey, I'm still in love with my ex-boyfriend. I want to go back to him. It's like, hey, I'm just like really struggling. And I recognize what I've been doing. It might have come across as a certain thing. So say that, gauge his reaction. And also not to be an asshole, but like he also might not end up being like the greatest guy ever. Like it might not be like the perfect guy ever ever, but like everyone comes into your life for like, I was going to say there's relationships all exist for different reasons. So a one reason, might be a season or a lifetime. Oh my God. Pinterest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, literally though, listen to like your gut instincts because no matter what, no matter how like crazy you think you are, I think like everybody's gut is like always right. And then follow what's going to make you the happiest in a year from now. And I think just like if he's doing something that you in any way can like take a step back and trace it back to like, I'm like, actually yeah, upset you to like because tell so-and-so used to do this. Yeah. If you have to say that, then that's a concern. Like, yeah, then we need to. <laughs> totally. Totally. The only person that you're benefiting or not benefiting in a relationship is you and the other person. Exactly. So like if you're not really enjoying it and living your best life, then get exactly. out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Best of luck. 
Okay, guys, we're going to go on a quick break. And this time we're actually going to utilize the break. I mean, you're going to utilize it because you're going to listen to some fantastic ad reads done by me. Hell yeah. And I, in real time, I'm going to go pee. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. Guys, we all need mattresses. And guess who these mattresses are designed for? Me? Humans. Bye. Um, then not me. Humans. No, <laughs> Melissa, she's an alien. So if you are an alien, this doesn't apply to you because Casper mattresses are designed by humans for humans. So you can continue to sleep on rocks. Because that's, that's how I she float. sleeps. She just floats. <laughs> you just like are suspended in amniotic fluid. Yes. <laughs> that's how you are. It's one of my favorite words, by the way. Amniotic fluid. New birth every day. Ugh, grody. <laughs> The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce, which kind of reminds me of Goldilocks, which is very great because I am a very picky and particular person and I am a huge fan of the Casper mattress. I have one in my guest room. It's really comfortable. Um, there are times where I will get mad at my boyfriend and I will sleep in there and then my mods will come in and then lay there next to me and we both will comment on like, wow, this is a really comfortable mattress and it's far more comfortable than other mattresses that we've tried. We're huge, huge, huge fans. Casper's breathable design. That's me breathing hmm. as a mattress. Okay, alien breathing. You don't get to contribute <laughs> to this. You're not a human. Uh, uh, they help you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night. So if you're like me and you're apparently having, I, I, w- I was going to say I'm having like pre-menopause by getting hot flashes, but I think that uh, Mots just keeps turning the air conditioning off before we go to bed, which is not okay because I wake up in a cold sweat tangled in my tank top. Um, but if I was sleeping in the guest room, that wouldn't happen. And guess what, guys? They're not just a mattress company. Casper offers a wide array of products to ensure an overall better sleep experience. They're made in the USA because it's a party in the USA. And guess what? Buying the Casper is easy because you get to do my favorite thing, which is order online. You don't even have to talk to anybody. And it's delivered to your door in a compact box. And I can testify that it is very compact. Aethan and I loaded it up the stairs ourselves, two flights of stairs, might I add. And we unpacked it, set it all up, just us two. Granted, we do both exercise, but we didn't need anybody to help us. We were two strong, independent women. And Casper also offers free shipping and a free return to the U.S. and our favorite country, Canada. Casper offers a risk-free 100-day trial. So considering that we spend a third of our lives on a mattress, if you're me, probably a little bit more, it is so important to truly sleep on a mattress before committing. It's like a relationship. You don't, you don't take the first, you don't buy the car, you first drive. That's not the saying, but you know, I paraphrased it. <laughs> and that's why Casper gives you 100 nights to try it out. Like I said, we have a Casper in the guest bedroom and it's incredibly, incredibly, incredibly comfortable. One time we're going to have to have Aislinn come on here because she sleeps on that at least once a week when I force her to sleep over. Get $50 off towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash blame and using promo code blame at checkout. Terms and conditions apply and that's $50, 50 buck a ruse guys towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash blame and using promo code blame at checkout. 
Okay, guys, today's episode is brought to you by Audible. And um, if you have watched my YouTube videos for a good amount of time, you might know that I'm a huge fan of Audible. As somebody with uh, ADHD, it, it can be really hard to read a book and uh, sit down and find that time. But um, I love cleaning my apartment, driving in my car, and listening. And if you're listening to like the podcast, guys, you know you like to listen to things already, so why not listen to a book? Um, and audiobooks are fantastic. Um, they are so great for you to learn how to do new things. They can be self-help books, fiction, nonfiction, anything like that. And Audible is offering a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial for you guys because they're awesome. So if you want to listen to it, I can promise you it's probably on Audible. Just go to audible.com slash blame or text blame to 500-500 and browse their unmatched selection of audio content. Download a title for free and start listening. It's easy. Peasy, lemon, finish it. Squeezy. There we go. Oh, ooh, I like that. Okay. <laughs> so if you guys are still lucky enough to be on summer vacation, or if you're like me and you're an unemployed actor and summer vacation is forever, except not the fun kind, audiobooks are a great sidekick for your summer activities, like hiking, going to the beach, running. Well, I don't really participate in running. Going on a road trip, downtime outdoors, or again, if you're me, laying in bed with the air conditioning on high. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet. Can't promise that Mars doesn't have more, but I mean, we don't know about... Can aliens read? I bet aliens can read. Yeah, I can read. <laughs> True. And she is an alien, everybody. Uh, so I uh, just finished listening to the Bachelor Nation book by Amy Kaufman. So... Um, if you guys are a fan of the Bachelor franchise, this book was very interesting. Um, I have only recently gotten into The Bachelor, but this book is written by someone who has been close ties to Bachelor Nation. She was a reporter, and I mean, she's still technically a reporter, um, and basically dives deep into like behind the scenes secrets of like how everything works. So if you're a nosy person and you like want to stalk things I feel like you would really like it I was very very into it I just uh finished listening to it on uh the airplane I was on and there were definitely a couple girls going when I was going through airport TSA who saw it on my phone and they were like oh yeah definitely other fans of Bachelor Nation so uh I actually need a new book to listen to now guys so I finished that one and I also just listened to The Last Mrs. Parrish so I'm in the mood for some crime so if you guys can suggest some other titles to me uh, please let me know. And if you haven't listened to The Bachelor book, what are you doing? Uh, you can listen to it on Audible. One of my favorite things about Audible is it lets you listen to your books on multiple devices. So if you want to listen or like me, like I, if I'm on the plane, I'm probably listening to it on my iPad because then I'm also like, you know, like playing some games on my iPad at the same time. But then if I'm walking around, I'm listening to it on my phone and then I can listen to it on my phone when I go home and then it can play on my Amazon Echo so it'll it'll sync up all there so you don't have to like go through and figure out what spot you are at it syncs the entire time which is great saves you time which clearly I like saving time so guys like I said audible is being amazing and giving you guys a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial at audible.com slash blame or you can text blame to 500 500 that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash blame or text blame to 500-500. Get you some books, make you real smart, make you real intelligent and have conversations with people about things, even if it's The Bachelor. <laughs> harmony. That was fantastic. Fifth Harmony who? <laughs> Kidding, guys. I love them. Okay, everybody, we're back from our break. I've got big dick energy. 
got medium dick energy. Melissa made me move. It's the like fourth time she said that. <laughs> well, I do. I just want everyone to know that I have big dick energy. Okay. So we're going to hop back into the calls. Hi, Megan. I love listening to your podcast. So I'm 22. And while my boyfriend is the same age as I am, he is a year behind me in school. Um, we had met before at college, but we really started talking after we matched on Tinder uh, this past April. And we quickly started spending lots of time together, and our feelings got very real and very serious really quickly. But maybe was just going to be a short fling. The last, uh, my last month in college, ended up with us both falling in love with each other. Uh, my boyfriend's a great communicator. He's great at showing me how much he cares for me and how much he loves me, and he's someone I can see in my future. But in June, I graduated, and in July, I moved across the country for graduate school while my boyfriend still has one more year at college. I love him, and I see a future with him, but I also want what's best for him. He's talked about moving to where I live after finding after graduating and uh, finding work here, but I, I'm uneasy with him making plans when we've only been dating for three months, and we're just about to start our long-distance relationship. He's truly the best partner I've ever had. He checks all my boxes, but I'm also not looking to get engaged or married anytime soon, and I've always told myself that I would never move or change my life or my future for someone unless I was sure that they were right for me in the long term. And because of this, uh, while I'd be so excited and happy for my boyfriend to move here in a year, I'm worried that that this could change what what he wants in his life, um, what his future might be, what his career um, goals are. And if things weren't to work out between us, I, I would feel quite bad. So I'm interested in your thoughts and any advice you might have. Well, she's contradicting herself. I know. I was like, I can't tell what to think about that because yeah. on one hand, I'm like, Oh, you sound so sweet because it sounds like she's like, oh, I really care about him and I don't want to and like I see a future with him. But but also that she like doesn't want to like interfere with what his future yeah. could be. But mm. also I'm just like, mm, is that an excuse? Because you're just yeah, like nervous because right. he's the one that wants to move. Yeah. So he's, he's not asking of- you to move. Yeah. My thing is, is I think. Uh, you You said in the call that you see a future with him. And then you also said that you wouldn't move with someone that you weren't positive you could see a future with. And so for me, I think this is kind of one of those cases of a really great relationship that like you really, really like you love him and he's great and there's nothing wrong. And like you're talking, he's a great communicator. Like you really love all of these things about him and it's great, but it just might not be it. And you don't want you know what I mean? Like there's a, like you can have a great relationship and there can be nothing inherently wrong with it. And you can want to stay together, but then also be like, but I don't necessarily see us spending the rest of our lives together. And I think like the, I don't know. I think if you like, so let me just to put this in like what I, Oh, I'm going to burp. If you have anything to say, say it now. Oh my God. Um, I would say, yeah. Oh God. Oh my Ooh. God. Are you like, what did you carbonated? Okay. I'm back though. Or do you want to keep going? Well, I was <laughs> just going to say, 
that it could be that she does see a future with him, but like three months is like real quick. So maybe it's just like she sees a future with him, but, but like, like a year future. in her head, what she meant by like moving or like changing uh, her life would be like someone that I've been dating for years that I know I'm about to get married to. Yeah. She's like, with obviously, I think she seems like very into this, but like for it's three months. Like, yeah. It's like a, a future lot. for that but could also, be a year. If like, He's moving in a year. Like a year's yeah. a long time. Yeah. Like so. He doesn't first of all, first maybe of all, we like, didn't have to like bring that up. Exactly. Like, he doesn't uh, have to plan that. He was like, yet. Let's move on his part. Uh, but yeah. I like yeah. Like maybe that's like an idea that you're throwing out there. But you like say that like I don't want either of us to like. Be, I don't know. Well, like, I think we talk about on the podcast a lot of like long distance only really works if there's an end game. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe you implored that advice, but maybe maybe that's kind of it. Is that to try and make your make it seem like the year's going to like the the distance is the long distance is worthwhile is because he's saying like well I'm going to move there so there's an end thing. Yeah. What I would say is I think it's really hard to make that decision at that early on in a relationship, because no matter how much you like somebody, there is the logic sense of your brain that is like, this has only been this amount of time. Like I can feel all of these feelings, but I don't know how I'm going to feel in that time. But I would also say if there's a gut part of you, that's, that's saying like, I don't want, I don't know if there's a, if there's a difference, I think between like the, the gut part of you, who's like, Oh, I don't want to like ruin his life. And then the part of you that is like, I know deep down as much as I really like him, he's not it. You, I, you have to. Yeah. If the concern yeah, is that you yeah. don't want to ruin his life because like you deep down are, you're not totally sure. So you don't want him to commit and be sure. And then have him get there and be like, Ooh, never yeah. mind, go away. And then like have his whole life be off yeah. track because he moved there for you. Well, I guess another question would be like, <sighs> where did you, she say where they lived? No. That like, if it was somewhere like LA or New York, like where maybe he was like potentially going to move there anyway. Yeah. If it was like he had career opportunities that he would pursue there anyway. Yeah. But and mo- you can maybe just align kind yeah. of plans. But like if he's literally like moving across the country to something like Wyoming. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Is that <laughs> or it, it could country? even be like New York. And then it's yeah. just if you never were planning on it, be like, well, now I am. Yeah. But- I get that. And I also get like not wanting to put all the eggs in one basket because you don't want to let someone else down. Yeah. I would say, first of all, just don't just say like, I would say to him, it's not a decision to make it. Yeah. Just be like, I like, I really love you and I really care about you. And I really think we should like, I want to make sure that neither of us are committing to something that like a year from now, I don't want you to have to rule out jobs post-grad because of this. Like, I think we should like, I really, this doesn't mean I don't want to be with you and I don't want you to move here, but I also I want to keep the options open because like, what if you end up getting a new job that moves somewhere else? I was just going to say, or what if like, if she was down to like move to another place for him, if he got a cool job, if like in a year, the relationship was much more like much further Mm -hmm. along that you were willing to make that kind of decision. Yeah. So I would say assure him that you not wanting to agree to that isn't that you don't think that you don't want to be together after a year, but just about how you don't know where you're going to end up. And you don't want, you don't want either of you to be making decisions 
based on like a year in advance based on the other person. It's like putting can, unfair expectations on the relationship when it and hasn't like even your had job. the time to, you know I mean like in yeah. everything else in that city like you're 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 planning for something that's a year in the future where there are all these other factors that could influence that which not to mention graduating from college is like the scariest time yeah. ever because you're like wait what do you and mean you that I like have to be a, a real apartment. adult now when like everyone is like go to college and then your life yeah. will be great and then all of a sudden you're like wait they lied yeah, yeah he might need <laughs> to move home to like save money and like that his like the idea that he's gonna move somewhere and find a job post-grad like that's hard to do it's hard to find a a job personal factors at play as well so like throwing in a new relationship where then you're suddenly like committing to something really far in advance Mm -hmm. just feels like setting you both up for a yeah mindfuck but I think that even if you wanted to set a time to be like hey like I think that this is going great and I think we should keep doing long distance but like Maybe we throw like push oh, the talk about- yeah like push the move in conversation to a little closer when it actually makes sense yeah like- and you can even say like I think we should wait and like play it based on the fact that you've already graduated and been like so I felt like I started like really like looking for jobs and po- things I was gonna do post grad around like whatever month this is so I think that we should wait until then so you could like so you have had those conversations with employers and all of those things so then we can really plan for something that is closer in the future as opposed to planning for something that maybe we're going to waste all this time planning and like you get an amazing job offer somewhere else and like maybe I want to move there. The only alternative would be if this phone call was actually your way of like putting it out there that maybe you aren't as into the relationship but you kind of are looking for someone else to like give you the okay to not be yeah I you did mention like he checks all the boxes and he's like really good at communicating and like those are all things that like so on paper, he's great. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The way she said it was missing like... missing that thing that you yeah. would like, yes, move across the country. Well, because I, I would also... Not not to bring this to me, but like Mots and I have had this conversation where if like I booked a job in Vancouver, like I play... I love the what if game and he fucking hates it. And I'm like, what if I booked it? Like I could have auditions all the time or like callbacks for things that shoot in Vancouver. And I'm like, what would you do if I like booked a job in Vancouver? And he'd be like, well, depends on how long you're there for. If you're longer... If you're there for longer than six months and it's like a series, like I'd move. And that is like without it isn't like a question kind of a thing Mm -hmm. and that's the same thing I feel about like his job like if he got something that was in New York I mean granted the only place other place I'd probably fucking move is New York just because like my like I wouldn't be able to do my job anywhere else but that for us isn't that's just like an automatic thing but how long have you guys been together now? Exactly. So I'm like, like you don't have it's three like you months guys, in. If I got a job in fucking Canada, he would not have exactly. moved to Canada because that's not a normal thing to do. No, and like, it's also even like, to say in a year that you would do it. Like that's just really over committing yeah. to something that you're not really sure what it is yet. So I think that especially if you're like like you and Mott's like we lived here. We've been together you, for I was three like, you couldn't imagine your life without him. So yeah. it's like, he's like, yeah, obviously I'd move. Yeah. Three months. Like you can still imagine your life without yeah. them. And, and you're like okay. still on your best behavior and stuff too. I feel like. And you can still be told. And I wish, I wish I could like, I feel like I say this all the time, but I feel like it doesn't get through. Like you can love somebody and be in a great relationship with them and it can be amazing and they can check all of your boxes and they can also still not be the person you're going to end up with. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Like, it's not you being picky. It's not the, like, it's not, it's not, and it's not like, Oh, I'm never going to find this person. This is everything that I ever wanted. I don't really believe in like sparks and like, like destined to be together, but like you can have great relationships and be, they can be amazing and they can also just not be the end game. And I think 
knowing that and knowing that like enjoying this time while it is like while you guys have it together, if this isn't who you're going to end up with, like enjoy that. And then also know as long as he knows everything, as long as he knows what you're feeling, he, he can make his own decisions about moving. Yeah. Cause you're not moving. Those are I don't know. So we don't know your, your relationship. So it really could go either way. Either I think mm-hmm. push the move talk further yeah. down so you can both like Postpone not stress that. about anything or really take a hard look at the relationship and see yeah. if it's something that you. Mm-hmm. And, and his, a year out, that's a lot. Like things might just work themselves out. Exactly. Themselves. Okay. On to the next. So I've been with my boyfriend for four and a half years and um, we're both. 21 now um, and just graduating our undergrad and we are pursuing grad school after this as well and we'll probably be in school for quite a bit of time. Um, We've been together since grade 11. So here's where the issue comes in. We're both from extremely religious Muslim families where you're not allowed to have relationships with males or females. Um, So yeah, we've been kind of hiding it for the past four years, and it was, it's was it been a lot. His family knows a bit more because guys are have a little bit more leeway and things like that, but females have none at all, so I actually haven't spoken about it. So we are considering getting engaged um, next year, or in the next few months, basically. Um, but we have to tell our parents first, and for him, this isn't really an issue because I've met Everyone in his family, they know we're best friends, and that's just how they see me as, and his siblings know that we're together. Um, But for my family, the only time they've heard of him is when they accidentally caught us in grade 12, right before prom, and they asked me to break up with him and end that relationship, which I clearly didn't. So now I've been lacking the nerves to bring it up. I'm hoping to bring it up this fall around September or October. But it's difficult for me because I'm afraid that if I mention it again, they'll remember him from grade 12 and they'll think I'm a liar, and which I have been lying. But I don't want anything negative to come out of this, and I just don't know how to approach them with this entire story and I know this would have been so much easier for me to do if they hadn't learned about him before because they would be extremely happy they've always said oh we want to um we want you to get married young and they really like that and I'll be in school for a while and I really want to settle down with him it's really difficult to live my day-to-day uh life because I'm with him every day at school around the area and I always have to like sneak around Um, And I just don't have that type of flexibility in a relationship and it gets me anxious. So I was just wondering if you know how I should like approach my family personally. Um, It's just my mom and dad. My siblings don't really care. I guess I have a few questions. Is he open to changing his name? Uh, Literally, that was the first thing that popped in my head. And I was like, oh, no, you don't want to lie anymore. Yeah, I know. I was like, why does he just change his name and pretend you guys met him? Literally, like, just get a new haircut. Maybe, did they recognize him or do they just know about it? Um, So, like, what's, like, why would it be okay if she just met him recently? Mm -hmm. Like, what is there an age that it's, like, now that it's appropriate? Well, I, that, like, I will be the first to say that I just, I'm not that educated on. Oh, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, I'm not just, we're not just super educated on the, uh, like, specifics of 
why. And I'm not sure if that's like your family thing or if it's like a Muslim thing in general, if there is an age. Um, It might even be 18. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Or maybe it is just the fact that like she wasn't allowed to date in high school and they were dating in high school and they caught them and she was said like, you have to break up with him. Um, other than that, I mean, that's hard. I, well, there's only so much you can do. I mean, talking to them and just trying to like really explain it to them, I guess it's hard to give any real insight with that because we don't know your parents. Yeah. I would say like, it's, this is the guy that you want to spend the rest of your life Mm -hmm. with. And I think any sort of like negativity that you might get from your parents is just going to be like a small blip on like the rest of your guys' lives together. And if, even if you're, you're saying like, they, like they want you to get married young, they like, like love the idea for you. And the only thing that would make them feel not okay is the fact that you got, you had said you'd broken up with him when you hadn't. I think that's something that even if they are angry in the moment, they're going to get over. Mm-hmm. Cause like, if he's like a great guy and this is what they want for you, just not how they specifically wanted exactly. it to go like in their heads. I think you just, the more honest you can be now, I think is the best because yeah. I get the lying thing. I would have totally done that. Not shaming, sh- like shitting on you for doing that. Cause that's exactly what I would have done. Um, but if anything, I think it also probably shows your parents how serious you guys are. That like you have still been, because now yeah. it has been years. Exactly. It's not like this was like, oh, we were hooking up before prom. Yeah. It's like, no, you clearly very much care about each other. Yeah. And I think also not broaching the subject again with your parents until you're like, we want to get engaged. I think also shows them like, I very much felt really guilty for doing this. And like, I really care about your approval and I really want that. Mm-hmm. So I think like they're, Ultimately, I think they're they're going to want you to be happy. And I think even if they don't react, they're not like crazy excited right off the bat. And they're like a little bit disappointed and upset. I think that's going to go away. And that's, I guess, like maybe definitely don't like wait to tell them until after you're engaged. Mm-hmm. I think as Megan said, like approach it as like, I really value your opinion and yeah. approval and would I feel, have felt so guilty for mm-hmm. years and we really want to take the next step in our relationship, but we feel like... <gasps> Do it first, just you. Don't bring him first. Right. Because oh, they, oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, yeah. For him So, too. yeah, I would, yeah, have that conversation with your parents. I don't, I would say don't, unless you, unless any of your siblings can be on your side. That was going to be my follow-up is that. that how old are your siblings and if they had any kind of experience like this? Like, yeah. do, do you know how your parents are going to react from past experiences that you're basing it off of and yeah. that's why you're scared? Or is it kind of like the unknown is even worse? Yeah. Or like, are your siblings going to be like a good support system who understand? And then also if, you're, if your siblings live at home, maybe if you talk to them beforehand, so then you have that conversation with their parents and then, and then they can like be on your yeah, side. They can f- do the follow up yeah. with them. Um, and then I would say, don't, I would say, let your parents have a reaction and listen to it, but then also focus on your happiness because ultimately they want you to be happy. And sometimes it just it might manifest itself in a way that they pictured it. And if it's not going the way they pictured it, they're not going to think you're going to be happy, but you obviously know yourself better than anybody else. And don't at all, not that I'm saying you're going to do this, but just don't let your boyfriend become a pawn in it. Like, don't like, if they like react badly and you're like, no, let me prove it to you. I'm bringing him over. Like, don't That's do that. Not, don't well, let him walk clearly into that. Their opinions aren't based on any actual facts about him. Exactly. They don't know him. So 
yeah, yeah. maybe leave him out and just get them to understand the entire scenario yeah. as a whole yeah. rather than that you're in love with him yeah and you guys have they've been together for mm-hmm. so long which um, especially if that's like also probably i would assume her only boyfriend boyfriend yeah, yeah. which like is another big thing to cute i know it makes me sad yeah. like yeah just be together i love <laughs> it just don't get petty at any point like don't throw in the fact that his parents are fine with us like because i think yeah then they then can, they'll be like well, well they why, knew yeah why did they know, know and yeah. you didn't tell us because i think not that you can like blame it on your parents but i think if you approach it in a way of being like i really heard what you said the first time and i felt really guilty then they can be like oh wow we didn't know about this because of us like we didn't like we reacted really badly when we found out and yes she betrayed our trust but ultimately like that's also the reason why we haven't gotten to know him because we reacted like this so yeah. i think as long as you come at it not, but yeah come I at just, it from like i'm really sorry but <laughs> this is how you made me feel then and then also just make it known that like you don't want them missing out on such an important yeah. part of your life yeah I'm really crossing my fingers for you it's totally crossing my fingers because i have no clue no clue my no mom clue. would just be like you have a boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we can't relate yeah. but i hope it really goes well yeah me too and congratulations it's really cute you know also that whole secretiveness for that long i know it's commitment that is oh, true love it's i love true love can we, go, can we come love. to your wedding i would love to invite us i'm great at weddings oh god <laughs> i am i don't drink that's true but that doesn't matter okay guys we're now on to producer's corner where melissa picks what'd you pick what do you think i picked is it a callback mm-hmm. <gasps> Fuck yeah. What kind of callback? Um, it was from the episode with Brie Esrig. Um, ooh, ooh, those are juicy ones. Yeah, okay. they were juicy ones. Um, her boyfriend found out that he had had a kid. <gasps> and um, they were trying to figure out what they wanted, how yes. to go about this. Yeah. So, Lily, so you know, this caller um, got a girl pregnant when they were like around 17. Oh and he Trauma. didn't know. Yeah, and the girl thought that her next boyfriend that she had hooked up with him right after him was the father for years and now it comes to find out that he wasn't the father that how did they find out did it go we on don't know. they didn't tell <laughs> they didn't tell us Obviously, but i'm sure like, yeah hi megan i'm calling you back about my boyfriend who had a kid he didn't know about first of all thank you so much for taking my call and really appreciate it um so i told my boyfriend that i had called you because he loves listening to your podcast too and i had him listen to your guys response to our situation about him having a kid with another woman that he didn't know about for seven years. Um, and he pretty much agreed with like everything you guys had to say. Um, we both got on the same page about like openly communicating our feelings about the situation and wanting just to be like completely transparent with each other about, you know, how we were dealing with it. Um, So he ended up talking to the mom of the kid, and basically she doesn't want him to know the kid or talk to the kid or have any kind of, like, relationship with the kid. Um, But she still wants him to pay the child support every month. And my boyfriend wants to respect her wishes and, like, wants to be there for the kid. But um, she, she also, like, wants to respect that, like, the mom doesn't want to like shell shock the kid and be like, Hey, this isn't your, you, the guy that you thought was your dad, like, isn't your dad. And it's this other man that you've never even met. So, um, he's going to be paying the child support. Um, 
because he knows that that's really the only way he's going to be able to support his son right now. And he said that if the, when the kid turns 18, if he wants to meet his dad, that he'd be more than willing and happy to have to, to try to have a relationship with him. And basically his way of being there for the kid is just to like pay the child support and respect the mom's wishes. And the mom wants nothing to do with my boyfriend. And she said she doesn't want to tell the kid um, that my boyfriend is his dad until the kid's 18. So I told my boyfriend, I'm just going to be there for him and support him. And I think it's a good thing that at least he can be there for the kid financially, if nothing else. And, um, yeah, I, I think listening to your podcast together with my boyfriend, like, really helped open up the conversation and make it less weird and, like, easier to talk about and work through. So thank you so much, Megan. Okay. I have a co- I have I'm feelings. Upset. First have of feelings all, I have too. a lot of feelings. We've got a lot of feelings. Um, I feel like my feelings are both, I think different than both of yours. Um, first of all, thank you so much for listening. Um, I find it really cool that she listens to their boyfriend. Now there's officially two guys I know who listen to the podcast. Mots is not included because the last time I asked him what episode he loved, he goes, Oh, the most recent one was Sasha. And I was like, okay, homie has not listened in a while. Um, it's also Sasha's husband is the other guy who listens. (laughs) Seth Hudson. Um, But okay, here's what I would say. I think I'm really curious what the mom's relationship like is with the man who she had thought was the baby's dad. Mm -hmm. Because I think I understand. Does he know? I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. So here's the thing. Like if he's, if she's, if the mom is asking your boyfriend to pay child support, but doesn't want the child in the life. Okay. I'm all I understand the fact why she wouldn't want the kid to know at seven, this guy who has been your dad, if he was still in the picture, Mm -hmm. if he's not in the picture and doesn't want to be a part of this family, which to me, when she's asking him, your boyfriend to pay child support, it means that this guy's not financially contributing to raising this kid. And so I understand keeping that from your kid. If your kid is having a stable home life with a mom and having a relationship with said dad. But if that like that dad who isn't actually that kid's father, but who raised him for the first couple of years, if he's probably on the birth certificate, if he was yeah. there and if he's no longer in the picture or if he's, and if he's no longer in the picture and he's not financially contributing or like emotionally helping raising this kid, then you're preventing this kid from having a dad who wants to be a dad. Mm-hmm. Because I think, but also maybe, maybe the, maybe fine. Cause I would say also like maybe financially he can't support, but at the same time, she thought it was, it him. wasn't. Yeah. She, she, she thought it was him to begin with. So then when she finds out it's not him, now she's looking for money, which raising a kid is super fucking expensive. I totally get that. But I think if someone's going to be financially involved in a kid's life, if that kid doesn't have a dad to be, if financially involved in that kid's life, if, if that's really going to benefit the kid, like if, if like she's really, really struggling to make ends meet, and this is something that he ne- would be able to contribute to give a better life for his son, mm-hmm. then I'm all for that. As long as there's like a, an emotional relationship right. with some, some Someone, man and yeah. that guy but, and the kid. So whether or not that's your boyfriend or not, but if she's seeking financial support and not emotional support, I would say if I was your boyfriend, I would talk to, if he's listening, hi, uh, talk to the mom and ask what, like not to be nosy, just be like, Hey, I obviously like 
want, like, you know, I, I want an emotional relationship, but if it's just being able to like financially help him out, like that's really what I want to do. But I'm wondering like, what's, is the other guy in the picture? Because like, I don't want my kid to grow up without a dad. And if that dad isn't me, okay. Someone else can be his dad, but I want him to have a dad. Well, and the fact that this guy finds out after seven years that he has a kid and is still willing to step it up and like be there. But then she like, doesn't want him to be, I do get that. It's obviously a huge shell shock for the kid, Totally, but also like seven is young. But it's not that young. Yes. Like, I remember being I seven. I had some weird, I had like bad family stuff going yeah. on when I was seven that I very much remember. And yeah, it was unfortunate. But I was like, this is at least the more fortunate side of an right. unfortunate incident. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, maybe she didn't know who the dad was and there's some confusion. But I'm like, if he could have two amazing dads. Totally. Right. Like and that's way more than most kids I, have. So I think he'll be more scarred if he finds out when he's 18. That yeah. everyone's been that, lying to him for yes. that long. The like sooner, this, you could at least like, and I feel like you're younger, you bounce back faster. You bounce back faster. You could just be introduced as like a family friend. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was like introduce him like, at least yeah. at first just yeah. into the lot. Like, and mm-hmm. that's even like the fact that the uh, mom is so adamant to not have him in the life at all mm-hmm. until he's 18. And also like, how do you even then give him the option at 18? Because at this point he doesn't know that that's not his dad. Yeah. yeah. And also my fear too is that not that I'm saying that that other guy isn't a stand-up guy. He might be, but his tie to her besides their relationship was this kid and this kid is now not his. So the likelihood that like, what happens if like that guy gets pissed off one day and tells the kid, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not your dad. Like how fucked is that to potentially hear that from him as opposed to hearing it from your mom. And I think like seven is really young. There's like terrible things that happen when you're seven that you remember, but there's also a lot of stuff you don't fucking remember at being like seven years old. So I think that what you have to do is I think it's her responsibility to also like tell your boyfriend, hello, sir, like find out if this kid has a dad and from there. How involved he is. Yes. And then also I would say be persistent. That's like with the mom, because I think she probably feels um, she, not to put feelings in her mouth. She might feel embarrassed. She might feel like a little bit of like slut shaming of being like, I didn't know that this, I thought this other guy was my kid's dad this whole time. And she might, yeah, she might feel embarrassed and feel slut shamed, which she shouldn't at all. And so I think if you can show your support for not only the kid, but also for her and be like, I'm really sorry I wasn't around and yeah. I didn't know if I had known, I would have like really wanted to been been a part of the kid's life all of this time. I guess that's also another question to bring up is like, what is what was their relationship like and how yeah. did that end? And is she just like kind of almost taking it out on him like if it didn't end well yeah. and like not letting him be a part of it? Because like if he's willing to step it up and then like... I don't know. I feel like even if he was like maybe financially supported for a while and then like with the potential that maybe in like in a in six months they could have a conversation yeah. again. But to like full on cut it off and be like, no, you are not seeing him until he like in t- until 10 years from I'm now. Like, like, no, like that's no. not also not to be a cunt. You can take him to co- her to court yep. for that. Like ultimately, like if you're going to be giving this kid money you have visitation. You do. And unless there was anything like super dramatic, like she can't be, and you don't, and that's the issue. We don't know her situation. Like if it's the, she desperately needs the money and maybe he, the the other guys in the picture still as a kid, as a dad, but he's not 
they're not able to financially support the kid. Or maybe they're fine and it would just be nice. Exactly. So, but then I'm like, if it would just be nice, then like, no, you don't get to take the money and then also cut them out. I don't know. I just, it seems like he would, he wants to be involved. And Mm -hmm. this, and he's settling And he's willing to do whatever. And then she's just like cutting it off. It seems like maybe she needs to give her a little bit of time to like come to terms with what's going on. But yeah. And be there, I play the game a little bit, like be there for her too, not just for the kid and play into that aspect of being like, I'm like, I'm so like, I'm so impressed with how much you've been raising him. Like you've done an amazing job. And I really, I like, I don't think that I want to become a part of that. I don't want, yeah. Like, and like that she's done a great job and that he's not coming in here trying to like white horse take her take any of the situation or be like bond with the kid more than her and take full visitation and all that stuff in a world where so many kids either don't have parents or have bad parents or just have like Mm -hmm. not great home lives to deprive a kid of of, a dad that is very much willing and like wanting to be a part of their life and like you have someone that cares about you and you just don't get to. Yeah. And that's also just going to make him resent his mom when he turns mm-hmm. 18. He'll so, find out eventually. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say just stick around and be persistent. And then if that's, she's not being receptive to that, just say like, well, at 18, what? He's going to find out that you've been lying to him all of this time. And yeah, then is the 18, like an actual thing that she's suggesting or, or is it like, like pushing it off until like everyone kind of like, and I would say from <laughs> until he needs like, a kidney, right? Exactly. Like, until everyone forgets about it. Oh wait, that's not going to happen. Yes. Let the kid meet his dad. Also because she, unless we know that she's been struggling financially prior to knowing that this was the dad. Also, why did she just do a paternity test now? That's what I was like, how do you just together? find that out seven years in? Like, cause that to me sounds like they broke up. Nah, the, I mean, it could be like, maybe they went to the doctor and found out that they weren't the same blood type or something. Like, I feel like there's always weird <laughs> things that like, sometimes people find out that they were adopted for Goals. some reason. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <It's> so dark. <laughs> people find out in weird yeah. ways that typically medical, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's fuck. I want another callback. I know. I was like, I just, we need more details. Yeah. yeah. And good, good on you for just being supportive with it, which I think was our advice. The oh first yeah. Time I mean, around. at the end of the day, it was like, there's nothing you can really do except no, just like, totally. but he listened, yeah. So yeah. In general, I feel like back in the day when like parents got divorced, it was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then like, if people had two dads or two moms, it was great. Like things Bonus are parents. getting much more mm-hmm. progressive. Yeah, yeah. That there are different representations of a f- like perfect yeah. family and there's no reason that you can't have multiple parents and mm-hmm. everyone have their own role that they play yeah. in that scenario yeah oh well that is our episode thanks Lil, for being on thanks for having me oh i'm gonna burp again oh god Ugh. this is why i can't drink carbonated beverages just like went through something i'm glad we're sitting kind of far apart you're welcome mm-hmm. uh thank you guys so much for listening or watching this episode if you're listening you can catch it on youtube and if you're watching on youtube if you click the down bar not only can you find uh our socials on there but you can also find out where you can l- get the podcast directly to your phone or your ear holes and lily where can people find you on the internet um at lily underscore marston um on all of the social meets. On the social meets. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys like this episode. If you want to call in, if you've got some things that you desperately need advice on, leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. I'm crushing it. I know it so well. And for our international listeners, uh, email an audio file to meganpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll have Lily back on soon. Okay. Hell yeah.
Okay. Oh fuck! I keep hitting my it's teeth. The third time. I think it's the fourth. Honestly, like, are your teeth just big? They or? are. They go out this way. Yes. Yeah. They wanted mm-hmm. to give me jaw surgery. We talked about that. Whatever. Okay, guys. Uh, well, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, produced, directed, and edited by Melissa DeMond. Post-production sound by Chris Henry, production assistant Julie Carley, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I'll see you guys next week. And don't blame me if your life, you know, completely fucks up before then. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.